0: This is a production of Cornell University. Welcome to the Cornell Turfgrass Clippings Podcast, brought to you in partnership with the New York State Turfgrass Association, found on the web at www.nista.org. I'm Cornell Turfgrass team member Frank Rossi. I'm here to answer some of your questions today. Joining me is Extension Specialist Carl Scamenti. Carl, what's our topic for today?
1: All right, Frank, so we're getting a lot of questions this time of year, January, February, about ice formations, especially on putting greens. Um, can you talk to us a little bit just about how ice forms, when it forms, and, and what the damage is like for us? Right,
0: okay, Carl, so up in the northeastern United States, and even in the Midwest, Toronto, Boston, Long Island, over the last several years, we've had widespread ice damage on putting greens. And a lot of that ice damage has come from ice that forms in November, December, longer periods of time ago where the turf sits encased in ice for long periods of time and pretty much the conventional wisdom. Of course, ice forms where water sits. (laughs) If you have older putting greens with bird baths in them, Mm -hmm. uh, you have a problem with surface drainage. Any surface drainage problem that holds water in the wintertime is prone for ice formation. But we've seen even receding snow melt. If it melts and then freezes in place for a period of time, and then what we find, this is where it gets a little funny. Normally, we say ice encasement's going to kill it if it's sitting November, December, January, February. That's a long time under ice. Mm -hmm. That will kill annual bluegrass for sure. Creeping bank grass possibly as well when you got four months under ice. Now, step back. The ice is here September, January, February. I'm not necessarily as worried about long-term ice encasement, but here's what I am worried about. As that starts to melt water sits on the putting surfaces you get bright sunny days even if it's 10 degrees 5 degrees if it's a bright sunny day the water has a higher heat capacity and starts to warm which starts to stimulate growth underneath and all the studies right now looking at what kills annual bluegrass under ice is showing yes long-term ice encasement the POA is screwed short-term The issue of the melt and the refreeze, where the plants warm up, break dormancy, and then freeze again, their lethal temperature to kill them is warmer, so they become more susceptible to direct freezing injury. Now, I studied this many years ago at the University of Wisconsin with a physiologist named Jiwan Palta at the University of Wisconsin, and he always said this was the issue with many plants. It isn't necessarily direct low temperature, but it's the inability to adapt to that warm that breaks dormancy, allows cells to hydrate, and then the deep freezing. So you don't have to worry so much about ice encasement in northern climates, but I think it's it's a good idea to keep surface water off those putting surfaces so it can't refreeze, break dormancy, and lead to big problems with annual bluegrass. We don't see as many problems with creeping bentgrass. Creeping bentgrass doesn't break dormancy as rapidly mm-hmm. from that. So lots of go- that's a really good question at a really good time because there are some things these guys can do um, now to sort of prevent that, mm-hmm. that
1: freezing and thawing that might cause widespread death. Yeah, so let's talk about those prevention methods. What are what are the methods out there available to superintendents to to prevent that freeze thaw stress? Section? Yeah,
0: I mean uh, the bottom line for the freeze stress is at this stage of the games, keep the water off. Some guys use covers. Um, the only reliable method, really, to prevent ice from ever forming is you have to. You have, first, you have to con- make sure you've got your snow mold protection down because winter diseases will grow fairly effectively uh, under those covers. So, first thing is make sure you got your snow mold protection. Then people put a um, uh, impermeable cover. Uh, I'm sorry, a permeable cover covered by straw, f- covered by a impermeable cover. So you're creating a layer. Some people are using uh, old pool covers. You know, those thermal solar pool covers with the bubble wrap sort of thing to create that airspace to buffer the turf from the ice and buffer the turf from the freezing and thawing. But by that, by now, that that sort of passed us. I mean, that sort of method has passed us by. So thank you for joining us for this episode of the Cornell Turfgrass Clippings Podcast brought to you in partnership with the New York State Turfgrass Association. With Carl Scamenti, I'm Frank Ross. This has been a production of Cornell University, on the web at cornell.edu.